All right, it is time to get banned from TV, banned from DVD, banned from iTunes, banned from Google Play, banned from Disney Plus. Welcome to the St. Canard Files of Darkwing Duck Podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and I'm Mike Russo, and I just came back from the library of forbidden spells. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I actually love that play on joke, you know, throughout the whole that's throughout the whole very, episode that's a very funny running gag oh yeah man definitely man so mike man we just did our interview with uh jim and john mm-hmm. the two, two of the three of the trio and this is an episode that's highly highly talked about that we're going to record and review today <laughs> there's um, a reason <laughs> <laughs> all right but before we get into that uh we had an, uh, something that came out announced which is really I'm kind of excited for it, man. I don't know about you. Yeah, this is actually going to be pretty cool. Um, of course, like many things we do, by the time you guys listen to this, it'll have like already come for, come out for sale. I don't know if it'll be out-out, but um, yeah, just a few days ago, as of this recording, uh, the company QMX, who are going to be putting out a Darkwing Duck Q figure, um, really cool figure of Darkwing on top of like a gargoyle that um, hasn't come out as, yet because it was delayed, but they announced a summer exclusive. Who are they doing? Uh, Nega Duck. Yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's limited to two thousand. Um, yeah, and it was coming out the twenty third. Obviously, that date is passed, but hopefully, we were able to get some. Yeah, that that's the date for the pre order, right? I think so. I don't yeah, think that's it's what available I saw. yet. Yeah, I think they said it won't be out until September. I think. Yeah, but the, the date date to order is the 23rd of July, which, yeah, you, again, was the distant past for you guys. Do you think it would sell out on the pre-orders? It isn't a Funko, mm-hmm. so maybe. maybe. So you think, you think it has a better chance of selling out over Funko? No, I think Funko stuff people are crazier for. I don't really know much about the Q figures. I don't know how they sell. I don't I know either. That, I know they've done some Animaniacs ones, which are really cool, but I don't know about their exclusives. Okay. Um, but 2000 is a, a pretty big number for a niche thing like Darkwing Duck. I, I mean, granted, I, those pins sold out, but that's mm-hmm. Disney pins. Yeah, that is true. See, that's a, the the thing. I, I don't know about the Q figure, so I don't know how the scalpers and flippers are going to turn out on this, you know? Yeah, I don't know if they have that... Um, collectible fan base that Mm -hmm. the Funko stuff's got and the Disney pins have. But regardless, it's a, I like this more than the Darkwing. Okay. I do too. I definitely do like it more than Darkwing. Uh, Cause like, you know, with the Pez's, I remember when the first wave of the Pez's it sold out like within three minutes. Right. Uh, But the second wave, they were up for, for about a month for only 1500 Pez's, you know, it was up there for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really have no idea how this is. I, I have no clue. I, I am it's nervous, hard, but I, hard, I, yeah, but I will pre I will pre order mine though. I definitely will pre order mine and play it safe, you know. Yeah, it's not smart to wait. Mm-hmm. All right, so Mike, man, uh, you you ready? <laughs> it took us a long time, but we're finally here. Okay, but you know what? You know what? Let, let's let's slow it down a little bit. What did you think of the interview we had with uh, Jim and John? 
you know, it's really great to talk to Jim, and it was nice to finally get to talk to John, too. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a shame that Rob couldn't be on, but um, there were circumstances, um, so I, I'm not upset. But I love talking to them. They have a lot of great info about their time at Disney Animation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we could have talked to them for twice as long as we did. They have a lot to say. Um, but it was a really great interview. Again, yeah. I, I really enjoy talking to them. Yeah, man, I had a lot of fun, man. Uh, it was just kind of cool. Like, we never got some... In- I've never seen anybody interview them about hot spells, so it was kind of cool to get some insights about it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Besides the usual of what's on IMDb and Wikipedia and stuff like that, you know, just to get a little new information. It's nice uh, to get, like, um, details about the minutia of how the episodes are written, like little bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. We learned, like, how Archie was created when we did ghoul of my dreams we learned little tidbits like that which yeah. i don't think anybody really knew <laughs> and it's also funny um i know it was brought up a few times during the recording of the interview but if they only knew before and after the interview that the bonkers conversation with them <laughs> oh god these guys were scarred working on bonkers i think everybody <laughs> who worked on bonkers was scarred by it <laughs> I mean, I know you don't like Bonkers, but I would love to have a full conversation with these guys about that show because the stories they could tell. Yeah, maybe really. Linda, you can set that up, man, and it'll be like a bonus episode for her. Because I know we got Bonkers uh, fans who who listen to us, so, you know, I, it, it ain't for me. I, even even if you hate the show, the story of the production is really fascinating for what a complete train wreck it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've discussed a few times during that interview, I think it might have been after the interview, how Darkwing Duck ran really smoothly and everybody loved working on it. But bonkers? <laughs> Nobody enjoyed working on that train wreck. And it's just fascinating to hear that. Yeah. Now, Mike, when was the first time you seen Hot Spells? When it first aired. Okay. Yeah. Oh, when did you know it was banned? Or when did you realize it was banned? It was, it was years, like... The thing was, when the ABC season two episodes finally hit the Disney afternoon, I wasn't watching Mm -hmm. it religiously, Mm -hmm. so I didn't notice it wasn't there. I don't Mm -hmm. think it was until I was on the internet a lot more on, like, message boards. Remember those? (laughs) Um, When people were finally saying, hey, the band episode. And that's when I was like, really? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I didn't see it when it aired, but I had it recorded when it aired from one of my Ivan tapes. Uh, oh, of course you did. Yeah, I had it recorded, so I probably saw it maybe two months after it aired. Um, because he would always wait until like a VHS tape filled up and then he would ship it to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, you know, basic. So I, I think I saw it like two months later. I saw the episode, maybe watched it two or three times on from that VHS tape. Uh, then we left Puerto Rico a couple years later, and then uh, we moved to Kansas. Uh, after that, we were in Kansas for two years. I still didn't know it was banned. Probably never watched it again because, you know, I was starting to grow up a little more. So I kind of started not watching cartoons as much. But then, you know, the power of the Internet and just me being a fan of Darkwing using Google searches. And I was like, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I saw it was banned. I'm like, I remember that episode. But now that I think about it. I've never seen it again, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and once the 13 episodes aired, and then the following Saturday, Monsters R Us reran, mm-hmm. I stopped watching Darkwing Duck on ABC because they were all repeats anyway. So yeah. I didn't even know that Hot Spells didn't rerun. Okay, yeah, man. And 
I think all available uh, copies of this were from that first airing. Yeah, because I, I know mine has that. I remember you brought it up last time because see, Ivan would record the commercials for me as well. He just let it play through, and uh, I remember that uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. Was all right. over. Yeah. I, yeah, I found a copy um, on Daily Motion that was uh, it aired on um, the the uh, station WGN in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that had the after these messages uh, commercial bumper with the with the claymation dog, and a quick a quick glimpse of like Darkwing Duck is back, and it showed a little clip. Um, mm-hmm. And that was definitely ABC. Okay, so you know after after we review the episode, we'll talk about do we feel if it should be banned and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I yeah. I, I think it, we'll we'll get into that. But all right, Mike, let's go ahead. Let's get this ball rolling on the banned episode Hot Spells. What's our production and air date order? Okay, this one aired Saturday. Um, they all did. Uh, October 31st, <laughs> 1992. So this was a Halloween episode. Yeah, and I remember John and Jim mentioned in an interview they were really excited that they got a Halloween release. They wrote two episodes that aired on Halloween. Mm-hmm. This and Ghoul of My Dreams were Halloween episodes. Yeah. Um, and it was 86 by production order. Um, deepest so far. They, ooh, it's way back there. <laughs> yeah, we're almost done. Almost done. Yeah, um, story editor is Tad. Tad, the man. Um, which, which I guess makes sense because he personally wanted uh, uh, Jim, John, and Rob on this episode. Mm-hmm. He personally brought them back for this one episode. Because the uh, they, hadn't, they hadn't been writing on the show for a while. It would have been a long time before Jim uh, Tad pulled them back in. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they were great for this episode. This is a strong one. Oh, yeah. It's a really good one, man. Definitely. Uh, I think it has a lot of great things about it. I like that it's not set in St. Canard for a change. Mm -hmm. I think the story is great. A lot of the extra characters, the side characters are fun. There's only one thing that bothers me about it, but I'll save that for the rating. Okay. And... It was animated at Sun Wu, which I so, like because so, I would rather take Sun Wu than how bland Hanho is getting. Okay. That's me. Did, did anything pop for you on the animation? There is one scene where the staging is really, really great. Mm-hmm. And there's some fun clips of animation, especially Goslin in the potions class has some funny stuff in it. Yeah. Um, nothing <laughs> amazing. But it's still it's still good. I I again I've grown to really enjoy Sun Wu. Okay. I really have over the okay. years. How about you? Yeah, I, I like the animation as well. Um, there was, like you said, the potions scene when they were uh, in the chemistry lab, uh, and then I also like um, the entrance of the um, the forbidden uh, library. Right. The, the, yeah, the, the interest because with the door and the lighting and then the shadow of showing how dark the room is also on one spot. On one spot. Yeah, I I'll really, get to that. That's what I'm getting to. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I really like that. But there's one part of that I don't like. So, but you know, oh, we'll, we'll, yeah. Okay, I'm curious to hear what, what you're no, talking no, no, about. No, 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 we'll, no. We'll, I want to save it for the end. Oh no, I know. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> are we are we ready to get into the plot? Well, I I guess so. Let's get started with this banned episode here. All right. Banned from TV. Banned, banned from, from existence. <laughs> banned from everything. Unlike the banned DuckTales and Tailspin episodes, those are at least on DVD. Mm-hmm. This one, yeah, you're not legally seeing this one. <laughs> All right. So we got Goslin. She's uh, excited to be at, I think it was called Eldridge Academy. 
Eldritch Academy of Enchantment. Okay, yeah. So she's excited. She's playing around in the statue. She's just all excited. Uh, we got Morgana's father, Malakilo, and uh, Aunt Nasty. They show up in brooms. They're they're flying around. And, right. Um, and yeah. just in case people didn't watch our Monsters R Us episode, Malakilo is Jack Angel, mm-hmm. Liquidator himself. And we're kind of conflicted on who Aunt Nasty was. I know I said Cat Susie on Monsters R Us, mm-hmm. but Susan Silo is in the credits for this one. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe she's Aunt Nasty. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I, yeah. There's it, only two possibilities that Susan Silo could be. It's either Aunt Nasty or um, I, I forgot to later. Yeah. Well, I guess what we have to do is talk to her again. Yeah. And, and ask see, her. Maybe she would know. Yeah. Or maybe John and uh, Jim would know, too. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. It might be easier to get in touch with them at the moment. I would yeah. assume, since Susan Silo's recording again. Yeah. All okay, right. well, okay, go, go ahead. On. Yeah, no, I was going to say, they, they fly in with their brooms, uh, and they're there to support Morgana because she has a big presentation uh, at the Academy. Yeah, her um, she wrote a groundbreaking paper, Malaculo says. It's called Warts and Boils, Medieval Hexes Redefined for a New Age. That sounds mm-hmm. fancy. <laughs> so she's there to give a big presentation. It's a, yeah. big, it's a big day for her. But then, you know, Malakilo and DW, they, they go right back at it again, Mike. Man, Darkwing is so pissy in this episode. <laughs> like, he starts off in such a foul mood. No pun intended, but he's in a foul mood. And every time Malakilo zaps him, Darkwing really deserves it. Yeah. They they just don't like each other, man. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to but it's like Darkwing there. doesn't even want to be there. Yeah. And and then Morgana steps in, you know, she's trying to get them to get along, you know. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, so we get one other macabre family member. They really cut it down. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the ones from Monsters Are Us are gone. It's just Malaculo, Aunt Nasty, and Globby. Yeah, who Globby's back. Pops up in a window in Goslin Falls right into Aunt Nasty's uh, stew pot. Yeah, and it was funny because Darkwing was just bragging about how a proud father he is, and here's Goslin, you know, horsing around. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a Goslin horses around episode. Oh yeah, and then you know, uh, Globby, he's apologizing to Goz. You know, he scared her. That's why she fell off the window. Yeah, Globby, of course, is Jim. No mistaking yeah. that voice. Yeah, but they gotta go because Morgana's running late. Yep. She has yes. an appointment with uh, the Dean. His name is Dean Specter McHex. And who is he voiced by? All right. I think this is the very last episode where we're going to hear the voice of your favorite, Michael Bell. No. <laughs> and you can totally tell it's him, too. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. It's not it his Cracker Jack voice at all, but you can tell it's him. It sounds a bit like his Cracker Jack with the German accent, but really <laughs> old. <laughs> you could tell right away though it's Bell. Yeah, definitely. Um, right. I like the Dean. He's really decrepit, really old. In fact, when they get into his office, he's just a pile of dust. Yep, he, he's so dusty. Like, <laughs> and, and Darkwing makes a joke about how dusty, dusty that office is. Mhm. Mhm. Um, what does he say? Is a fine line between dust and being decrepit, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's, he's really impressed by Morgana's business accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So he joins them. Yeah. And then Darkwing and the father brag, um, how she's, uh, their ghoul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're getting into it again. 
So um, we meet our villain really early on. Not yeah. really meet. We've seen this guy before, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because obviously our villain is Beelzebub. Um, this time, this is his name. They actually, his, his name is Beelzebub. Uh, he was in Duck, uh, Dead Duck, where that episode, he, it was a dream. So it's kind of debatable whether he actually existed. Yeah. But here, it's more like, that episode's more like canon now, where mm. he's he knows who Darkwing Duck is. Uh, he's He's real. He's down in hell, you know, torturing people, doing his devil thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's bored. Basically, he wants something to do with himself. He doesn't know what to do. So he decides to check topside with his television to see who he can (laughs) be devil, basically. Yep. Um, There's a politician, but he thinks that's too easy. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a few politicians that this guy could go after. But um, and then he sees Darkwing. Yeah, he sees Darkwing's at the academy. So and he brought the kid. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that, that excites him, too. Yeah, seeing the kid. Because he wants to get Darkwing Duck down there. That's mm-hmm. his plan. He he wants Darkwing's soul. And um, as in Dead Duck, Beelzebub is voiced by Marty Ingalls, actor-comedian Marty Ingalls. I really love... I, I You know what? I love listening to Beelzebub talk. He's a really fun character. Yeah. Like, he has a lot of great dialogue. Um, like, I think Jim and John said that they, were, they wrote this stuff for Ingalls to say, but Ingalls put his own spin on it. Which you mm-hmm. can definitely tell. Yeah. Yeah. They he, they made him like a hip uh, Lucifer, you know? A little bit. He has kind of like a wise guy streak to him. He has this great line towards the end where he says to Darkwing, you think I, I, I like you running around doing my job for me? And then mm-hmm. he goes, as if my overhead isn't high enough. And it's <laughs> like these great little lines he has. Um, mm. So, yeah, he's going to be up to something. But we'll check back on Beelzebub in a little bit. Yeah, we got Darkwing, Gods, and Morgana, and they uh, find the Library of Forbidden Spells. Okay, so this great, great running gag. Every time somebody says Library of Forbidden Spells, we have this creepy musical sting that the characters acknowledge. Yep. <laughs> and the second, the first time Morgana says it, the music goes off, and then Darkwing's like, is it going to do that every time we say Library of Forbidden Souls? <laughs> and um, so they, they can't go in there. That The library is forbidden. Mm-hmm. I said souls. I meant spells. Uh, library is forbidden. They can't go in there um, because um, what does she say? She says um, it's not you can't go in there because it's like um, – it's a, it's too too high a price to put on to put on you know to put on it. It's your mm-hmm. soul, basically. I'm um, and Darkwing's still all pissy about it, and um, so they go to potions class. Yeah, this is where Goss finds out uh, science is needed for magic. You know, for for it to work. You know, she, she, she doesn't want to do. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't want to do the math part. <laughs> she thinks it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And um, see, and Malaculo sees potential in Goslin and is like, you know, maybe I can arrange for Goslin to sit in on a, in a lesson. Why not? Yeah. And Darkwing isn't really feeling it, but Goslin like gets angry, oh, yeah. and Darkwing goes, "I can't say no to my little girl." Yeah, not if I want to wake up in the morning. <laughs> it's such a great line. Yeah, because she's expressing how she really wants to go to the academy. She's she's really excited about it. Oh, she would love to do magic. Yeah. Yeah, but while in the class, though, she refuses to use a calculator mic, man. <laughs> yeah, she realizes that there's math involved with doing these magic. Yeah, it's not she, as simple as she thought. 
Yeah, and then uh, she she cheats it. She cheats her uh, calculations, and things don't turn out well for her. Yeah, she wings it and ends up with chocolate pudding. <laughs> yeah, and the whole class, they laugh at her. You know, she's embarrassed. Yeah, Aunt Nasty's teaching the class, and she tells her, uh, you'd be better off in home ec. <laughs> yeah, so she leaves the classroom, and then um, there's a skeleton running around. Yeah, she bumps into the skeleton, knocks its head off, and chases its skull around the corner. Yeah, and then that's where she meets who? Beelzebub, going yep. by the alias of Bielzi, the janitor. Yep. <laughs> and, and he, uh, yeah, he takes her into the library and um, he tells her everything that, you know, because uh, well, she questions him about the forbidden uh, spells, the library of forbidden spells. And he tells uh, tells her that everything was moved down to the basement. Right. He said, um, oh, they got rid of those books years ago. They moved them all down to the basement. And yeah. she's like, really? And he's like, yeah, who would you want to believe? Everybody else or the janitor? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you, I guess. Um, this is a scene I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they walk away down the hall. We see them walk down the hall and they disappear into blackness. But yeah. their conversation continues for a whole 10 seconds in the dark. Yeah, we don't see and, them. <laughs> and they come back towards the camera still having their conversation, holding a spell book. Mm-hmm. That's some really cool staging. I like that. Okay. I wish there were, I wish this episode was on Disney plus so we can see like a better copy of it, you know? Yeah. Would be cool to see all these cool backgrounds. I bet it's got. Well, I, I offered you a better copy, but you'd never downloaded it. <laughs> yeah, so don't <laughs> when get I mad finally went to do that, <laughs> the, the file you sent me had expired. Yeah. Um, I can't worry. But I mean, whatever copy you've got, I'm sure what would have ended up on Disney Plus would have been even better than that, I mean. You know, okay. reference yeah. quality. Um, so what happens next, Will? Uh, basically, he he manipulates her. You know, he shows her that magic is easy and uh, the math is useless. You know, he starts showing her, like, you don't need all the calculations and math. And uh, he starts showing her just to wiggle her fingers and say, presto. Yep. And she creates a familiar. Yep. Um, a greenish blue creature that she names Bubba. Yep. It kind of looks like Bubba from DuckTales, just a little a, bit. A little bit, just a little bit, yeah. A little bit, and it burps in her face. <laughs> yeah, so and then we go Beelzebub's back to Morgana, right? plan, Yeah, Beelzebub's plan is taking off. Yeah, it's definitely taking off. He, The bait's there. Yep, the that's bait. what he says, too. <laughs> yeah, so then we get the Morgana, and... Um, uh, you know, she's she's a little nervous about the presentation. And, and then, Darkwing's uh, not helping. Yeah, he's not helping at all. Uh, wasn't he doing something with some red frogs or something? Yeah, but, like, then he says to her, what's the big deal? Yeah. And she zaps him again. He just keeps getting zapped. He needs to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, and then we cut back to Goslin, and uh, she turns her, her uh, spell book into, like, a pocketbook edition. Yes, and she's all dressed up like a wizard. As mm-hmm. well. And um, Bub is with her, too. He's following her around. Yeah, but then she decides to create a new creature. She creates what's called a Galarian Taranga. Um, can you describe this thing? Man, this th- that thing was hideous. <laughs> it was a Giant lip. Giant, giant <laughs> lips. Um, it sees Darkwing. And did you get Roger Rabbit vibes? Remember the scene where Eddie Valiance in Toontown... 
Mm-hmm. And the hideous woman's chasing after him, screaming, a man. Yeah, she says this almost is the same thing. Exactly man. what happens. And I wish I could have asked Jim or John last week if they re- if this was a, a Roger Rabbit reference in any way. And I should have asked because it reminds me exactly of that scene. I don't think that was Susan Silo, though. Mike, did you? I don't think they would have gotten Susan for just this one line. So okay. she's probably Aunt Nasty. Okay. We'll find out. I definitely want to find out. Yeah. And then, you know, Morgana, uh, she starts um, questioning uh, Goslin about the calculations. She was like, how did you create that? How did you but learn that so fast, you know? She doesn't have time to think about it because Darkwing and the Taranga ruined her presentation. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the dean questions Goslin too, and, you know, Goslin lies to her, uh, him as well. And he believes her. Yeah, he be- he definitely believes her. But, you know, because she lied, now she has to do a presentation. And not only that, McHex now wants to cut Morgana's presentation. And he also accuses her of having a shoddy work because it's been smashed. Yeah, but Morgana so, has her suspicions uh, of, of Goslin, though. She got her suspicions already. Yeah, the radar's magic on. shouldn't be. Yeah, magic shouldn't be that easy. So Morgana actually suspects something. Yeah. And then we cut to Beelzebub, but uh, we get a cameo, Mike, a cool one. Yeah, uh, the brooms from Fantasia show up, and he's chewing them out for doing a terrible job. (laughs) (laughs) It's a quick cameo, but it's fun if you love uh, Mickey and the Sorcerer Apprentice. Yeah, I do love that sequence. Yeah, so if you love that sequence, it's a quick cameo, but it's kind of cool to see it, you know? Yeah, so Goslin <laughs> comes to him for advice because she doesn't know what to do now. She got roped into something she doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he writes in the book for her presentation, so he yeah, obviously is... some manipulations. There's some bad boozle here going on. Oh yeah, he's this is this is his ultimate plan. He's he's ready to enact this. Um, a great ending to the Library of Forbidden Spells running gag. She starts to say it. She hears the music start. And then she stops saying it, hoping she can catch the music, but it keeps going. Yeah. Like she's she's aware of it. She goes, the library of forbidden spells, and the the music keeps going. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is my favorite joke in the episode. This running gag with that music. Yeah. And then uh, we cut. We go back to Morgana, and um, it didn't go well. Yeah. She you know she let leaves the dean's. Was it his office or you don't really know? No, it was her presentation. She, I yeah. think she came. She might have been in the dean's office, right, giving yeah. the presentation. But she says it didn't go well. Darkwing consoles her for like a half a second, but then leaves to go see Goslin's presentation. Yeah, but Morga, uh, she spots Goslin using the book. Yeah, then she realizes definitely now that's mm-hmm. a book from the library. Yeah, she knows. But, but before she can do a thing, yeah, Beelzebub grabs her, grabs her, and takes her away. Yeah, so then we go to the presentation, and uh, Goslin's on the stage, and um, Darkwing, uh, he's all excited. That's my daughter, yeah, you know? And then <laughs> Malakulo zaps him again, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets zapped another time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but Goslin's presentation doesn't start off well. She's nervous, she's stuttering, she's, you know, she's flustered. Yep, and she starts her very first spell, and all she's able to do is summon the Gates of Fire. Yeah. Yep. So Beelzebub is here. Yep. She's conjured up the entryway to hell, basically. Yep. And then uh, all the monsters they see Luce, uh I was gonna say Lucifer, Beelzebub, and uh, they try to zap him. Yeah, but he zaps them right back and uh, captures them pretty much. 
Yeah, and then we get a Darkwing entrance. Go for it, Mike. Finally, Darkwing's doing something in this episode. Um, <laughs> seriously, I'll get back to that. I am the water balloon that lands right on your head. So Darkwing <laughs> shows up. Um, he sprays a little demons with a fire extinguisher. He kicks one. And then Beelzebub shows him that he's got Morgana. Yeah, she's tied up, man. So Darkwing immediately, you know, begs for her soul. He'll take her place. He yeah. won't, he'll go with him if he saves Morgana. And Beelzebub says, fine, lets Morgana go and takes Darkwing with him. Yeah, so they leave. Uh, and then, uh, well, well, before they left, didn't Goslin seek Bubba on Beelzebub? Yeah, Goslin, like, inflates <laughs> Bubba a little bit bigger. And she's like, get him, Bubba. And yeah. then Beelzebub just deflates Bubba and just Bubba flies away. Yeah, and then they they all fall, you know they let Goslin know that Darkwing's in serious trouble because he went on his own free will. But she was tricked. Yeah, which so means the, Beelzebub's contract is invalid. She's yep. innocent. She mm -hmm. didn't mean it. Yeah, she didn't mean it, but she knew what she was doing though a little bit. Go, yeah, you know Goslin, <laughs> the easy road to learning. We've seen this before with her. Yeah. Never to this extent, but. <laughs> And then um, poor Darkwing, you know, uh, he's down there with Beelzebub, and Beelzebub says he's going to give him the eternal punishment, man. And <laughs> What is the eternal punishment? It's Herb and Binky watching Pelican's Island. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> they're like demon versions of Herb and Binky. They have um, they have devil horns, and they're all red. Yeah. But don't, don't you love the drawing of Herb's face? Oh, yeah. That's a big close-up. <laughs> Forever. It's... It's a really, really great scene. I love it. That yeah. would be Darkwing's ironic punishment. <laughs> yeah, and then we get uh, the Macabres. They start creating the spell to bring back the Gates of Fire. Right. Goslin says, let's get magical. Mm -hmm. um, interesting. Um, one of the ingredients that makes the, the potion smell bad is monkey drool. And <laughs> if you remember in my Valentine Ghoul, when Goslin made the love potion... The mm -hmm. monkey drool made it smell bad. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I don't know if that back. was I don't know if that was an accidental reference, but they brought it back for sure. Yeah, definitely brought it back. Yeah, so they go down to the, through the gates of fire and um, they start their plan and basically they take a picture of Beelzebub. Yeah, they're reporters. They're wearing trench coats and hats. Mm -hmm. They take I a like, picture of him. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I like the voice Morgana's putting on the very old timey reporter voice. Yep. Like I think she's I think she's really funny here. I also love when they asked to bring in Darkwing. Darkwing's hanging from a fish scale, basically <laughs> one of those fish scales. When you you know when you go fishing, you weigh your fish. He's yeah. hanging upside down from it. Yeah, or like you catch a shark or something, and you're trying yeah, to show exactly. off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but when they take the photo, they they blind Beelzebub, and then they smack him with Darkwing. They they mm -hmm. basically take him and they throw him at Beelzebub. And they stick the Taranga at him. Yep. <laughs> the Taranga chases Beelzebub away. Yeah. So they, they escape. They get out. And uh, Goslin starts apologizing to everyone. And um, Didn't mean to endanger your soul like that. <laughs> yeah. But Darkwing's going to punish her. She's not, gonna, she's not off the hook. The ultimate punishment. Yep. The comic books. <laughs> but, come on, Dad. It was just your soul. <laughs> uh, it's a funny ending yeah definitely man I gotta say this about hot spells watching it a few times for the podcast and being more familiar with it 
I actually kind of love it. I told you, I told you this was a good episode. I didn't like it at first because at this point, when Mm -hmm. I was younger, I was in a rut with ABC season two. I was getting close to burnout with it pretty much because I am getting burned already. I I (laughs) did get burnt out with season two and it's hard for me to marathon season two because I do get burnt out. So this episode, I kind of lumped in there and I didn't see it much because it was banned. Obviously, obviously that's why I didn't see it. Uh So I wasn't familiar with it and I kind of wrote it off as like, whatever, another season two episode from late in the run. Uh-huh. But now that I've like had to study it and like watch it, I found a lot that I love about it. All right. Like it's one of I wouldn't say the <laughs> best because it can't compete to me with Steerminator and Frequency Fiends. Because uh-huh. those are my favorites, obviously. Okay. But I think this one is so different, even without the um the notoriety of being banned, even if it didn't have that. There's so many cool things about it. It's so different from everything else in this run that it's easy to enjoy it because they're not in the same canard Launchpad's not in it. So you don't have Launchpad as the third wheel, just making these lame jokes the whole time. I -hmm. love Launchpad, but I feel like he doesn't belong in the show anymore because they're barely using him. Right. He doesn't even get starring roles anymore. Mm -hmm. So he kind of feels like he's the third wheel. They get rid of him entirely here. And I think it's better because he's not there. Yeah. Um, they cut I, down the macabres to just the characters who are the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. Moloculo, Globby, and Aunt Nasty. Those are my three favorites. Okay. I'm, I love Beelzebub. I think Marty Ingalls is great. And I love the subject matter. Like, going Keep after going, Mark, Mike. Don't. Keep it's, going. <laughs> and, and you have Sun Wu. I like Sun Wu. Uh-huh. The only thing I don't like about it is that Darkwing is really sidelined. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a lot to do aside from being pissy in the first two acts and complaining and getting zapped. And when he finally does something, it lasts all of 10 seconds before he gives in. Like he really just has an entrance, uses a fire extinguisher, kicks a demon. He doesn't even defeat Beelzebub on his own. Morgana and Goslin do that. So this isn't really a great episode for Darkwing. But for Morgana, for Goslin, for Beelzebub, yes. and all the yes. secondary characters, yes, <laughs> it's a great episode. I just wish Darkwing had more to do, but he's really overshadowed by everybody else. Like for those for those who don't know, me and Mike had a conversation about this episode before we even started the podcast, and he was like, "I'm not gonna. You didn't trash the episode, but you weren't crazy about it." You, you know, like you were like, it's okay. You know, it's all right. Yeah. The so, two things, the two things Will <laughs> brought up the first time we talked was this episode and how much you loved Quacker Jack. The first two things we talked about. Ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited to hear you say that. So I got to hear your score, Mike. What's the score? I'm going to give it. I, I, you know what? The more I go on about it, the more I'm upping my score. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm going to give it a four. Okay, okay, Which, okay. again, I said it's not as... I don't I like it as much as Frequency and Steer. Uh-huh. And those got a four and a half and a five, respectively. So I'm giving it a four, though. All um, right. Which makes it a real shame that you can't legally see it. It yeah. needs to be seen. I think it's one of the best of this season, but you can't see it. Sure, you can go on Daily Motion and watch it, but you're dealing with a darker screen... Um, the screen is flipped, everything's backwards, or it's been cut down by like five minutes. Mm-hmm. 
I want to see the whole thing, like on Disney Plus, and I, I, I know I never will. Um, I, I'm gonna send you that copy again, man. I think you would really like this copy. It, it's not D, it's not a uh, Disney Plus quality, but it's it's the best one you're ever gonna see. You know what? Your file told me the date it was gonna expire. I uh-huh. thought I had until that date to watch it, and when I tried to watch it, it had expired, and I was like. Ah, screw it. I just go on Daily Motion. <laughs> I'll send it to you after we finish recording. I, I do want to see it again because the copy I watched was complete, but it was a little dark. Okay. All right. Um, me, I've always said I've really, I've always enjoyed this episode. It's a lot of fun. It's got great cameos. It has that spooky vibe with it with the macabers in there in Eldridge Academy. You got spells going on. Um, Halloween episode, th- baby. Oh yeah, Beelzebub is all, but he's fantastic as a villain in this episode. We 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 need to score him too, probably. We didn't score him in Dead Duck because I knew we were gonna score him here. Okay, yeah. So man, personally, I always felt this was a solid, solid episode, regardless if you put it with syndication or not. I always, as just the score alone, I would have gave it a four. But because remember, I said this is day one. This was my forbidden fruit. When you're mm-hmm. told not to touch the stove, when you're told you can't eat uh, the, the sweets until after dinner, but you sneak in and do it anyway, so it makes it taste better because you're being sneaky about it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about this episode being the forbidden fruit when I was growing up. So I always bump it up another half a point. It's, it's four and a half for me, Mike. Four nice. and a half. Fantastic. <laughs> All no, right. this is fun. This is fun. I like this one a lot. It does. Okay. It does different things. Oh, man, I, I was excited to hear you say that. I'm really excited, man, because I, I was always nervous. Like, man, how does Mike not like this episode, man? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I wasn't familiar enough with it. OK, I mean, it's funny I say that That's because all the older episodes, I've said it many times, I've mm-hmm. memorized them. I can play them in my head. But the ABC season two stuff, there's a handful. Maybe I've seen five times tops. OK, which for me isn't a lot. Mm-hmm. So hot spells, maybe I've seen a half dozen times or so. I need to see it more. Okay. All right. So Mike, let's get into Beelzebub, man. I like him a lot. I Me I too. think is a really great depiction of the devil. He isn't tall. He isn't strong. He doesn't come across as powerful. He's just a big red goat. Mm-hmm. But he has charisma. I love the voice acting. Marty Ingalls is so funny. <laughs> and I love how casual he is, just like in Dead Duck, how he treats the underworld like the DMV. Mm-hmm. You line up, you go through the turnstile, and you fall into the pits of hell. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. And he treats it like he's working at the DMV. Yeah. And he's so casual about his evil. And I think – I don't know how you could have used him more because you really can't use him a lot because it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But – I would have liked to have seen more of him. Okay. I think they could have done more with him. He's fun. Right. Um, I wouldn't say he's my favorite cartoon devil because I think devil Ned Flanders from the Simpsons is better. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, always the one you least suspect, mm-hmm. uh, but he's great. I'm going to give him a four because he was okay. in one of my favorite episodes. Okay. Ned Duck okay. is one of my favorites. So I'm, he gets points for that one alone. <laughs> you but, the the dead duck. <laughs> but, I, but I love him in this one. His janitor disguise is funny. I love the scene where he says, um, you know, have you seen where the rest of Yorick went to? Goslin's like, no. 
And he's like, ah, he'll come back sometime. He's a mean little cuss. And he's like, he's funny. I enjoy I enjoy listening to him. So I'll give him a four, which I think is incredibly fair for me. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, Beelzebub to me, uh, I think he's hilarious. Uh, just like when he's in the janitor thing uh, costume and he's talking to Goslin, you can just hear that that manipulation voice in him like you know he's getting over on her you know <laughs> but he's so friendly that you you actually kind of fall for his good nature yeah. even Gosling's like i thought he was the janitor <laughs> you know and he's he's just so awesome in this episode you know the punchlines, the gags he's all over the place man and he he works he works really really well i couldn't even think of no other villain for them on this episode at all you he's couldn't just... have done the story without him yeah, at all, man. He's, he's just so perfect for this. And and the making even banned, oh, man, it, it gives him another boost, man. Uh, I'm going to give him a four also, Mike. I'm giving him a four. It's funny how they brought him back in this one and did a great job with him. But they brought Splatter Phoenix back and totally screwed her up. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're in agreement. He gets fours across the board. Yeah, four. Well, I give four and a half for the episode, but for him, he, well, got he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the last episode with Malaculo. He does not come back in the last Morgana episode. Oh. He's yeah, he's fun. I like yeah. him, but there's only there's only so many times I can see him fighting with Darkwing. Yeah. Well, that, this episode they did it right. It was just a few times and it was really quick, so it didn't get yeah. burned out. You know, he didn't take over the episode. Well, considering Launchpad and Negaduck are in the last. Morgana episode and Eakin's Squeak and Archie. There was no room for Malaculo. Yeah. I'm fine with him. I like him. You know, mm-hmm. and and of course, no more Michael Bell. I, I like Spectrum Hex. I think he's pretty fun. Yeah. Um but you know, goodbye Jack Angel, goodbye Michael Bell. I think they're done. But we've had we've had a good run we've had a good run with them. Who who's Jack Angel on this episode? Malaculo. Oh, okay. That's right. Dang. Okay. All right, so, so that's yeah. hot spells. Yeah, that's hot spells, Mike. Man, uh, what episode we got next? Uh, next episode is, I believe, uh, broadcast news. Broadcast news. Oh, we're down to the final five, right? Yes, we are. Final five. five. This this is the start of it. The final five. The final five. So we're down to one hand. <laughs> we can count darkening episodes on one hand. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next one is broadcast news, um, the one where Goslin accidentally becomes a supervillain sidekick. <laughs> um, You're not a fan of it, though, right? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And I have reasons. Again, again, it's that ABC season two rut. Okay. Um, uh, this is this is really another one that I'm not. I like it more than Paint Misbehaving, but I'm not. It has its moments. I'll say that. But I know you like it just fine. Yeah. I- I was I haven't seen it in a while, but I do recall like I, I'm not gonna never put it in my top ten or anything like that. But I I, I definitely thought it was a doable episode. I was cool with it, you know. It has but a I haven't couple seen of lines and moments I like. Um, but and it has a pretty significant voice actress we can talk about. Okay. Um, but eh, you know it's all right. Not as good as Hot Spells, but it's all right. <laughs> All right, so Mike, man, uh, go ahead and uh, tell us uh, where they can listen to us for the first time if they've never heard us before. You guys picked a good episode to start with. Uh, (laughs) We're on every podcast app, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes. You can watch us on YouTube. We're on Pocket Cast, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and pretty much every other podcaster. I can't think of anywhere not on, so thank goodness we're really easy to find. 
Do you have any shout outs? Uh, I got one shout out and then I got, well, actually I got a, two shout outs. All right. The first shout out, I'm going to give a shout out to a guy named Lyle. He has a YouTube channel. It's on, um, it's based on the Thundercats and he joined our uh, Zoom chat a couple of weeks ago. Uh, really fun guy, man. He knows his stuff, especially with these toys. He's also done some um, uh, uh, fan art uh, on our Sankanar uh, uh, Files group. Uh, they're really, really good artwork. Uh, he does commissions for it, but he's also offered to do a giveaway for us on his artwork. So you can get a Darkwing uh, fan art for free. Uh, we should be announcing the giveaway pretty soon. Stan's going to take over on that because he wants to promote the Reddit page for the St. Canard Files. Uh, my second shout out will be for anyone who's done a fanfic. Uh, if it's appropriate, um, it does not have to fit with the continuity of the uh, cartoon episodes or the comic book. You know, you could do your own little spin, but guys think Disney here. Okay. This should be, it should be G rated. Yeah. It's gotta be G rated. Uh, if you're interested, um, submit them to the St. Canon files, uh, at gmail.com. Uh, I'll take a read of uh, some of them and I, I will maybe pick one, maybe two, uh, to review one day on a future podcast once we get through the final five and me and Mike uh, take a little break or something, you know, I may review it, you know, and give you my opinion on it. Uh, my opinion, you know, is not gold. So if I give it a bad score, you know, don't, don't take it to heart yeah. <laughs> at all, you know, but uh, I'm pretty sure most of you guys are going to have some fun and exciting memory. Just keep it G rated. I'm willing to review an episode of a fanfic. Doesn't need yeah, illustration either. Yeah. Why not? All right, Mike, you got anything else, Mike? No, um, that's it. I am glad we finally got this one out of the way. It was kind of cool to spend two episodes on this. Oh, it was yeah. great to have Jim and John. It's mm -hmm. great to talk about it. And um, I can't believe we're down to the last five. Yeah, we're down to the last five, guys. And we hope, you know, the interview with John and Jim, uh, you got a little more insights of just what's on IMDb and Wikipedia and just rumors, because I hear a lot of false rumors, and it was glad, uh, good to hear them confirm some stuff you know um there's just a little more information out there man about hot spells this band episode and remember they they enjoy that it's banned so let's keep it banned I don't do you think it, do you think it deserved to be banned nah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm cool with it being banned though i'm cool with it <laughs> it, gives it, it, it it's something to talk about yeah I'll give it that it didn't deserve it didn't deserve it though all right so that's it for hot spells guys next week broadcast news um, and remember, stay dangerous. Have a good night. Stay magical. <laughs>